Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, in the last hundred years, we've seen a quick decline of the true Christian faith, much of which can be attributed to one of the biggest heresies of our time. Women are taking on roles of authority and leadership that have never been granted to them by God. And in order to enter into eternal life, People must repent of their sins. They must turn away from their sinful desires and serve the will of Christ. Some people will lust after sexual things. They might commit a fornication or commit adultery with another man's wife. Some people will lust after riches and they steal their neighbor's possessions or rip off their employees. Some women will lust after power and authority and do whatever they can to attain it. These are all evil desires that must be eliminated to obtain eternal life. 1 Corinthians 10.6 says, Now these things were our examples to the intent. We should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Every man on the earth, whether married or not, has already been ordained to a place of authority over women. It is men who were created in God's image. Remember that the Savior God sent is a man. Christ Jesus. Women are similar to men in the fact that we are all human, but each of the sexes have different responsibilities within the church. Men are called by God to lead and to rule over the women, and in order to obey the Lord, women must become subordinate to men. Our God is a God of order, and there must be order in the church of Christ. Let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 11. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection, but I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. For Adam was first formed, then Eve. And Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. In the original church, the Apostle Paul didn't suffer woman to teach or to usurp authority over men. His teachings were accepted by the other apostles, and eventually they were incorporated into the Bible. Obviously, men who are filled with the Holy Spirit are not going to conflict with other men who are filled with that same Spirit. Even the apostle Peter recognized Paul as a beloved brother. 2 Peter 3.15 An account that the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation, even as our beloved brother Paul also, according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you, as also in all his epistles, speaking in them of these things, in which are some things hard to be understood, which they that are unlearned and unstable rest, as they do also the other scriptures, unto their own destruction. You know, it's been even 2,000 years, and many people are still wrestling against the truth of Scripture. They don't want to obey true men of God, so they continually fight against their words. They even twist what they say in an attempt to make their words fit the philosophies of this world. That's very much like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. They turn their ears away from biblical truth, and they believe lies instead. 2 Timothy 4.3 says, For the time will come, when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth, and shall be turned unto fables. Over the years, many false prophets and apostles have crept into certain religious bodies 
and ordained women into church leadership. Those who have allowed it to go on are not godly men, but effeminate, which means that they have characteristics and behave a certain way that is genuinely associated with women. These false prophets are so perverted that they will actually try to convince men to get in touch with their feminine side. And it's no wonder why some of these young children are so confused about sexuality. In their false church groups, they have, uh, they've had well, women preaching and teaching God's Word for many years, both in Sunday schools and regular services. And why does this rebellious behavior continue to go on? Well, because the real men of God left their group a long time ago. Come out and be separate, saith the Lord. Authority can be seen in a Christian home, as a dad assumes his God-given authority over his wife and his children. What he says goes, and he is the final word on what happens within the home. Both children and wives are commanded by Christ to submit to the head of the household and obey him completely. The refusal to do this is insubordination and rebellion, which is something that God detests. A Christian man is commanded by God to have his family in subjection. But rather than obey him, sometimes they'll depart and they'll run away from home. Children have been known at times to do this, and so do wives, who have wickedly departed their own husbands. Jeremiah 3.20 says, Surely as a wife treacherously departeth from her husband, so have you dealt treacherously with me, O house of Israel, saith the Lord. To usurp is to take somebody else's position of power when they have no rights to that position. Women have no rights to go over a man's head in any capacity. She has no rights granted by God to preach or teach God's word, whether in public or private. And some may do it anyway. And they'll claim that a man gave them authority to do this. But God didn't. It's because they're followers of the devil who happens to be very religious, but continues to pervert obedience towards God. He's been usurping God since the very beginning in the Garden of Eden. If God says no, it will be the devil who says, well, it's okay. Shortly before the return of Jesus Christ, the devil's going to usurp over everything that is called God. Second Thessalonians 2.3 Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and the that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Some man may try to convince you that it's okay to commit fornication, but when they do, they're usurping the will of God. When a wife teaches children to disobey their dad, she usurps the will of God. When a man instructs women to preach and teach scripture, he usurps the will of God. You can easily recognize the works of the devil because he usurps. You must choose who you're going to listen to, either the truth in Christ or the lies of the devil. But in the end, you'll be the one who is held responsible for the consequences of your own actions, whether good or bad. Many women will be damned because they never learned two very important words, humility and submission. Galatians 6-7, be not deceived. 
God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. Out in society, women are actively seeking to be equal or above men. The world will live the way that the world wants to, but if they are going to enter into the Christian life, then they must turn away from the way that the world lives. A true Christian woman will submit to men. She does it out of a love and a respect for the commands of Jesus Christ. Any woman who attempts to be equal to or above a man is lusting after forbidden fruit. You know, a soldier is not equal to a general. A mouse is not greater than an eagle. A woman's place is to obey the men that God has placed in her life, beginning with her own husband. In order to obtain salvation, she will need to learn the lesson of subservience. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly, along with transcripts, at tlkjbc.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.